title of this thing. No title again. Is it rolling, Bob? Good afternoon. I'm Jasmine Sepidis, and we start with breaking news. Russian President Vladimir Putin is formally recognizing two breakaway regions of eastern Ukraine as independent states. Russian-backed separatists in the Donetsk and Luhansk regions have been battling Ukrainian government forces since 2014. Putin announced the decision moments ago in a lengthy state television address. In it, he laid out a long list of grievances with Ukraine and the West going back decades and accused the West of using Ukraine to draw Russia into a conflict. All this comes as tensions reach an all-time high between Russia and Ukraine over the threat of a possible Russian invasion. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says the Emergencies Act will not remain in force a day longer than needed. He insists the police response to the occupation in Ottawa was proportionate. But Trudeau says even though vaccine mandate blockades are gone, the emergency is not over. Even though things seem to be resolving very well in Ottawa, this state of emergency is not over. There continues to be real concerns uh, about the coming days. Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino says the act is still needed to keep new blockades from going up. MPs are expected to hold a vote on the act this evening. NDP leader Jagmeet Singh says his party will vote to support it, but will do so reluctantly. Support from the NDP means the act will likely pass. Tax filing season starts today. The Canada Revenue Agency says it is no bell with me today, but uh, ring-a-ding-ding, folks, ring-a-ding-ding. If you're south of the border, our border, it is President's Day. Hope you've had a nice holiday. And uh, here in Ontario, it is uh, Family Day. It's another Monday holiday, uh, February 21st. And uh, in every province, they have a different name for the holiday, but uh, they figured they needed to get one in in February when people are cold and miserable and broke. Anyway, I'm uh, in Bluffords Park. I uh, was going to record in the car. I thought, oh, dude, you really got to get out there and make an effort to walk. It's very slushy, like the uh, wet, thick gray snow that's squishy so it's easier for me than walking on ice it's not as deep as snow you're walking on top with a splash with every step Uh, i've still got to be careful but i've got my two uh, walking poles with me and that's a huge help and i kept looking a little further a little further until i come on man you can make it to the point Uh, and that's where i am and uh, when i saw two benches empty looking out at lake ontario Lovely view of the shoreline. It's quite a nice spot. I thought, all right, here we are. We're going to record from here. So whether or not I will get into any notes or not, or just uh, ramble a little bit, I don't know yet. We'll find out. It is uh, episode Dixon Jane's number 884. Today on Facebook, I posted a, um, a kind of a happy memory for me from uh, PodCamp Toronto, I believe 2016, yeah. When uh, some woman attended my session, I, I put, it was about the benefits of personal podcasting. And uh, I actually had 10 points to get through. And this person did a wonderful job on a scrap of paper with a pen and ink, drew little pictures of... Uh, God, I'm going to use that for my um, um, picture for this edition of the Dixon Jeans podcast. Uh, itemizing each one. And she had just had a little sketch, you know, a little image or something to go with it. And it's wonderful because I would have no idea or not remember what I talked about. But it actually made sense. Uh, that was probably the last time I ever did a presentation that made sense. And uh, there won't be any others, I can assure you that. But uh, I was glad to see that. So that came up in my Facebook uh, memories, and I reposted, and I'll use it again in this uh, Dixon Jane's episode. Yeah. Uh, we're, uh, Nauk and I did our COVID tests very carefully, exactly according to the instructions, on Sunday. 
she tested positive right away, like two black bars. I just had one black bar, which was iffy, and then gradually the other one came up. She said a little bit pink and got a little darker over time. You're supposed to wait 15 minutes, and that also indicated COVID, uh, that we've had it. Now, according to my niece, of course, it doesn't mean we've got it now, but we have had it, and we are probably past the point of spreading it, but I'm still not comfortable about it, and Naoko, poor Naoko, still can't go to work. Um, she's been off for a long time. It's very. She's just so used to working hard and having a, a structured life and being busy every day, and it's just driving her nuts just to hang around home. So uh, I hope they can sort that out soon and that she can get back to work, uh, especially for the seniors who rely on her so much for doing the exercises and talking to them and uh, listening to them. You know, these are people who need in their later years we're talking people you know 80 and on up into the hundreds um that she works with so anyway the trucker thing i'm not this will not be a podcast all about that we've done that it's over uh trudeau called in the emergency measures act and uh it did the trick i think the police did the most amazing job of uh getting back the city of Ottawa for its citizens uh, without violence, without gunshots, you know. Uh, Of course, a few people will complain. Rumors of somebody being trampled by a horse, which is proven untrue, but maybe there was an interaction and maybe she did fall and she got too close to the horse. We have to sort that one out yet. The SIU is investigating. That's a special investigations unit. Not a thankful job at all. Uh, because of some overly overuse of force by the Vancouver police. It involved police from all over Canada. So apparently the Vancouver police fired off a percussion uh, at projectile at some point, and uh, somebody complained about that. But anyway, they're debating it. They're voting on it tonight in the House of Commons, and it will probably be, probably be passed with the help of the uh, support of the Liberals and the NDP government. All right, all right, we're going to park there. Now, my son, I've, I've talked about this quite often, and I've always dodged around it because it's family, it's personal, but I also think it's kind of important. Um, we continue to have strong differences of opinion on any number of issues, um, but in particular when it comes to politics or Trump or America or even, you know, uh, the media in particular, and he is of the generation that said, Dad, you should listen to Joe Rogan, and right away I have my opinions on why I won't be listening to Joe Rogan anytime soon. And it really came down to, and I'll share this part with you, because I think it is important. He is of another generation, and I only have to think back to the differences of opinion and political outlooks I would have had with my father uh, during the time of issues of the day, maybe the Vietnam War, although it wasn't, he wouldn't have been a proponent or supporter. Um, I would have had the opinions that were current with people my age, and the majority were against President Johnson, against the war in Vietnam, against the uh, incursion into Cambodia and Laos, and so on, um, and felt those things quite strongly. Well, my son feels quite strongly that you can't trust. The traditional media, the CBC and the CTV and the things that are dishing out on television, then you have to look for other sources. And um, I, I understand that, you know. And I remember at one point when we had one argument, he said, Dad, just think back to when you were young, when you were a hippie, you would have been agreeing with me, you know. And I'm thinking, well, not necessarily, but I do understand that. I represent an older generation who sits back in the chair and listens to whoever it is hosting CBC and and generally go along with their version of the truth or events or history or politics or whatever. Uh, And he and many of his friends, most of his friends, they said, Dad, we don't get our news from the TV anymore. We get our news from the Internet. We get our news from other sources And I'm always wanting to question, well, who are those other sources and how can you believe they're true? But I guess all I'm getting at is it's natural to have these differences. It it isn't like a a problem, my God, there's a split within the family and, you know, it's going to be thrown out or we're never talking to each other again. 
there are differences. Uh, I think I'm right. He thinks he's right. And that's often what it comes down to. So very often, if he does come downstairs, uh, I will switch the channel on TV. If it's something that I know is going to cause controversy and I don't want to get into discussion because he seems to always want to make a comment. And there's times I just feel too exhausted and I don't want to argue and I don't want to engage in a debate or have to prove <laughs> my position or anything else, and I just want to avoid it. And so we'll, you know, any show on nature and animals, that's good, that's safe. You know, Coronation Street we can do, Jeopardy we can do. But uh, there's a lot of things I would just uh, avoid. avoid. Um, I watched the closing of the Olympics, because, I mean, I'm just going along with what's happening in the world today, all right, in this time in 2022, February 2022. Um, absolutely stunningly beautiful opening, stunningly beautiful closing. I always love those things. I never miss them. Um, and it's, it's, it was just fabulous to see the color. And I think China did the most amazing job for all the criticism. But China, certainly a lot of criticism due to the uh, Olympic Committee itself for corruption and questionable rulings and uh, letting that poor young 15-year-old girl skate after finding out she had an illegal drug in her system from an earlier test. And then the poor girl with all the attention and pressure on her just absolutely collapsed in her final performance. It was almost like retribution. And uh, she was just, you know, off she went in tears. And that's far too much pressure. And one of the rulings, why do you have 15-year-olds competing in the Olympics? Make it at least 16 to compete. And uh, I'd be along with that. So, um that that was something, you know. Um, the criticism of China for its human rights abuses and so on, you know, I mean, I'm not going to engage in a, a discussion there. I'm not all that well informed. I hear about what they've done with the Uyghurs and with other minorities and the takeover of Tibet and uh, now the power, you know, using flexing their muscle to control Hong Kong and Taiwan. Um and I even got into arguments when I was in China on my visit. I don't know when that was. What was that, six, seven years ago, eight years ago? I don't know. Um, with people on the street. But anyway, um, the thing is, America is not in a position to be calling other countries on on freedom and rights abuses and so on. When you look at this car, this country has the most number of people, I guess per capita or whatever, in the in jails for ridiculous reasons. And you look back at at censorship, at, at disenfranchisement, at, at uh, all the things that were done. I'm watching the um, CNN show documentary on um, uh, Johnson and. Again, this is recent history. This is my lifetime. My goodness, the, the it's not just racism. It was like people in the South, you know, hey, there's, there's you know, Wallace. There's two people. There's, there's the blacks and there's us. And, and we should never be on equal terms. Uh, you know, this is this is shocking. Uh, the amount of number of people who are probably still in jail rotting away from marijuana possession or something. And, and just... It's sad that this country would would love to hold up as a beacon of freedom and and you know all the wonders that that you can have in this new world in America. There is just so much, and including supporting corrupt governments to suit their own interests. You know, it, it's just so. Who can shine a light? And now, of course, it's Ukraine, as you would have heard on the news, um, being you know taken over by Russia, and nobody wants to step in and start another war, but who can blame who? It's it's troubling thinking of the state of the world and where the world is going to get to, and I really do feel it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. All right, all right, all right. Um, news media that recall the thing in Ottawa, a protest, it was an occupation. And I think there's a very, that difference in wording is very important because it wasn't just protest. It's like Canada stops all protests. No, no, people are free to protest. There are lots of them. They're in Ottawa all the time. 
but an occupation of a city. This was an entirely different beast. Okay. Um, Bob Ray summed it up very nicely. Bob Ray was at one point a um, premier of Ontario for a very short time, NDP leader, left leaning. Um, and I just retweeted something, and he his quote, which is, "A truck is not a speech." A horn is not a voice. An occupation is not a protest. A blockade is not freedom. It blocks the liberty of all. A demand to overthrow a government is not a dialogue. The expression of hatred is not a difference of opinion. A lie is not the truth. In the words of Abobri, whose wife I had lunch with back in uh, Japan once. She's a lovely lady. All right. Um, I guess that, that's it. <laughs> that's it for my notes, thankfully. Um, that's probably enough. It's getting a bit chilly here. Although it is so nice to have access to this park. My God, Bluffers Park I'm talking about. So I'm going to uh, wind my slushy way back to my car, my wife's car, and get home. We've got some chicken in the fridge. I better uh, dollop up with something so we can bake and uh, look after supper for the family now because I don't think she's feeling 100% and is certainly depressed from uh, this extended period of time at home. So this is Scarborough Dude. Nothing spontaneous today, just... uh, Sitting here, well, the walk, coming out and having the walk, I mean, this extra stretch. I mean, hey, come on, what do you want? (sighs) Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Talk to you later. Bye for now. to blame if they weren't so blind.
Park Beachside. I'm going to go out for a walk. I've got my big winter coat, my walking poles, but um, not just yet. I've got a nice little uh, mug that I made up of a mixture of decaf coffee and uh, Rolo, something I brought my son for Christmas, which he didn't seem to have much interest in. It's very sweet, but combined with the coffee, you know, it's a nice powdery drink mix. And, uh, yeah, I can't drink caffeine or anything too caffeinated in the afternoon or I won't sleep. So, I plan on walking, but first I'm going to finish this little mug and um, talk to you for a little bit. I believe it might even do this in two parts, a little bit in the car and then a little bit if I find a nice bench by the water to uh, sit and talk from, I might do that too. All right, enough of a warm-up. I've got with me a book I bought long ago and talked about and never finished, In Search of the Lost Chord, 1967 and the Hippie Idea by Danny Goldberg. And uh, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's just a, a refreshing of those memories, those times. I mean, a lot of stuff I may have forgotten, a little insights that I didn't know here and there. But uh, a nostalgia read, you know, the good old days, 67. Yeah, how well I remember. 67, 68. 67 is when I first got stoned, first time. And uh, it went from there... Uh, one chapter, chapter 8, you say you want a revolution. I'll just read the first paragraph. As 1967 unfolded, the tribes grew further and further apart. Hippies often felt that the anti-war leaders were boring and or too angry. Radicals and liberals accused hippies of being self-indulgent. Mm-hmm. The old left claimed the new left had no discipline. Young radicals were not all that impressed with what the old left had accomplished. Within each of these broad categories, there were numerous sects, that's S-E-C-T-S, which were frequently at odds with each other. Now, I won't go in, go from there, but uh, it, it is interesting that uh, the summer of love was very short-lived. Uh, but it was a time of change and turmoil. And in particular, he goes on a lot about the uh, Eastern influence, the influence of the Maharishi when the Stones went uh, to hear him in Wales, uh, the Beatles, uh, went to hear him in Wales and then to India. And um, that whole spread, especially with George, of meeting up with Ravi Shankar and digging Eastern religions. And the reason I say it's not, it wasn't just the Beatles, it had a widespread effect on the culture as a whole. You know, if they're going east, then we're going east, you know. So, anyway, that's of interest to me, may or may not be of interest to you. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Damn, there was something. Oh, yes. I saw an ad on, I don't know if it was Twitter or Facebook, wherever, for a Tula microphone. And, oh, my God, I want one. I really want one. And it's, guys will understand this this need sometimes to have this neat gizmo, a thing 
that just looks cool and wow it's it's just it's just cool and they're beautifully designed i mean it's it's like apple style styling you know uh i shouldn't say you know you know it's a tula it's a mic and a recorder and by god they come in five colors and already oh yeah 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 i want that sort of i think it's a a sea green or i'm not quite sure the color of it i've been looking at the uh, reviews i keep going back to it looking over the different ones i've watched the unpackaging you know oh wow this is what you get it's a a handheld very small now it would be a perfect replacement if i needed a replacement if my uh, faithful, the one I'm using now, my Olympus LS10, if it ever broke down or was stolen like the first one, this would be my replacement. Now, it's not just a recorder. It's a mic, and it's meant to be attached to a mic stand, you know, for better-sounding uh, podcasts. So that's great. I mean, you could use it as that, or you could just sit it on its own. comes with a stand, a detachable stand. You could just sit it on the desk, but... It's got both uh, condenser and what's the other type of mic, you know, so that you can get talk close up into it or let it catch the uh, the whole room around you. Um, they're about $230 US, I guess. And I can't. I have no reason. I don't have a need for it. It's just one of these wants. Uh, right down to the color. The red one looks pretty cool. i got to admit that. Um, but, God, it'd be neat to have. And and I'm, I looked at my PayPal account, and I have just enough in PayPal. And, and for, to me, PayPal, it's, it's not like real money. It's not like money in the bank that's going to be drained out of that account. It's just, it's PayPal money. Ooh, yeah, U.S. and Canadian dollars. Yeah, I could use that and order one. But I can't justify it. And especially these days, my wife hasn't worked for three days or three weeks. It's going on three. She's so depressed and it's she's worried she's going to have another test. Now, I'm worried because the home test will show all you've got it when you clearly may not have it. They're not reliable, but her where she works are insisting she does these tests till she's clear. And she may never be. So I, I don't know. And I, I can't. It's very hard to sort of get in between her and her company and say, no, do this or try this or make them do this or whatever. But there should be, she should have access to a reliable test to prove it, whether she has COVID or she doesn't or she's over it. And these home kits are not that reliable. But anyway, the point being, she's the one bringing in the income. I can't, you know, justify I mean, I could hide it, you know, but that, that, that's, yeah, no, that ain't right. That ain't right. I don't want to go that route. Uh, so until I have a, um, a reason for getting it or a justification, something that, you know, if I was doing more podcasts, like if only Brent the Closet Geek was back up and at him and he, he's not and I've tried many times to get another gappage going and Brent's just not ready it's a for whatever reasons he has his own and it's not a falling out between us he's just not ready to get back into that so that's out so there's no justification there I do have at home I've got the snowball mic I won at a at a one of the um PAB conferences, so, you know, damn it, that one works well enough, you know. So, I can't, I just can't do it, but let me just read. USB microphone, featuring ultra-fast USB-C, the Tula works with your computer, phone, or tablet as a high-quality USB microphone for podcasting, Zoom, YouTube, and more. Okay. A mobile recorder with 8 gigs of internal memory and a long-lasting battery. The Tula is also a mobile recorder providing up to 12 hours of recording time in high-quality wave format. And the wave, of course, I could change to, uh, you know, whatchamacallit that I use all the time. Um, Cutting-edge tech. Our firmware engineer collaborated with folks at 
clever ground to create an embedded version of their brush-free noise reduction algorithm that can make an ordinary room sound like a recording studio with just the touch of a button. Holy fuck! How could you not want that? But to look at it, it's the look. It's like one of the early days when I got my first... Um, oh, I, this thing when you're old and you go to reach for a word and you know the word as soon as you go to reach for it. Uh, and then it disappears on you. You can picture it. You know what you're going for. And as soon as you stop trying, it's, of course, it comes back. I'm talking about those so neat, little, cool, battery-powered digital recorders we had. I have two of them, a black one and a red one. And they were just the cat's meow. If you were a podcaster, that's all you needed was your, is it an eye something? Ooh, you know what I'm talking about. And those used to be mine. And I also had, I had them on the very early, um, the Apple, um, you know, the music player, <laughs> whatever they were called. And I had a microphone I could stick right on top. And I was so glad, hey, I got one of these handheld things. Um, th- that is no use to me, but this is new. And I haven't, I've been podcasting 16 years. I haven't bought anything new at all for so long. I really want this. But so if you're a listener and you can find some way, I'm I'm not asking for money, uh, but if you could find some way for me to justify getting myself one of these all so neat Tula mics. Oh God, it looks so cool. Honestly, I just joined. I'm on their mailing list. Thanks for joining the Tula family. It's great to meet you. Yeah, I know. 10% off your first Tula purchase. Could probably even get a free bag. Now, I don't have an arm uh, for mounting my podcast. I've never bought one of those because I've never done the studio bit, you know. Um, I would probably just stick this thing up you know, mouth level so I can talk close to it uh, on boxes or something uh, and use its own little built-in stand. Fits in a shirt pocket. It's just, it's perfect. It's just perfect. God damn. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to have to close that page and not look at it anymore. So there you go. I guess that's enough. Geez, my throat is, I'm sounding terrible. A new mic wouldn't cure that. Um, this feeling, <coughs> I guess this, uh, you know, it's not long haul COVID, but it, it takes a while to completely disappear. I'll tell you. Scarborough dude signing up from Buffers Park. All the windows are steamed up. I got to go for my walk and get some fresh air and I might be right back at you. Take care. Don't go far away. Hang on. I'll be back. Bye for now.
Jack. I'm back, and it's probably only, who 20 minutes later or so. I found a bench, but it was too windy to uh, podcast from up on a hill. Uh, but, by God, I mean, I, I, it's winter, you know, it's February. There's just sheets of ice throughout the park. Um, I couldn't climb over a snowbank. I had to walk a long way to find a little gap because I'm just, uh, you know, the brain is saying, no, 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 can't can't get up there because it's going to be a big step. And if you make a leap, you might fall. I know it sounds crazy. And I don't tell my family about this. I don't think anybody in my family realizes quite how. I mean, I don't want them to know how uh, debilitating. Is that the word? <laughs> this is. Um, I had to walk like just in snow, frozen snow, because it was, uh, wasn't glassy ice. Hoping to get a foothold, and and I had both my poles, but the poles you'd put them down and they might slip. It was so difficult. And then I got to a point where it was just sheet ice. There was no way around it. You'd have to walk across, you know, 10 feet of ice. And I just, I can't do it. The the balance is not there at all. And the brain is just not cooperating. And it's, uh, so anyway, you know, I won't go on any longer. But it's just to say it's, it is worrisome. When I logged on to our uh, men's group Tuesday, that's yesterday, we had a great session. It was a really good talk. A lot of different people with very different backgrounds. I've taken to one person who's a retired nuclear engineer, quite interesting guy, and hope to meet up with him for coffee sometime, talk a little more. He spent some time in Japan, too. Uh, anyway, I hear these other guys talking about, oh, yeah, you know, you're going to brag because you beat us at curling last time. And these guys, my age range, are out curling, and uh, you know. And I realized I, that's just—I never curled anyway. It's not that I'm missing curling, but things like that, like lawn bowling, or things where I realize I'm in a category of no, not able to do this, this, and this. It's—it's it's the first time I'm coming to terms with it, and uh, you know, the fear is no, and it's only going to get worse, dude. You are going to need one of those stupid fucking walkers, you know, that I used to dread. I hated the sight of them, you know, with a handbrake on it, to, uh, you know, and that day is coming. <sighs> anyway, enough of that. Um, I thought I had something to say. <laughs> Besides all that, and uh, now I can't think of it. I'm not going to whine about not having my Tula microphone. Uh, I, I, birthday's coming up. I could somehow, you know, maybe justify it for, uh, getting myself a birthday gift. That, that's the best hope I've got so far, you know, and then you always try those things. Yeah. Well, if it's going to get it for my birthday, I may as well get it now. No, no, no. Can't go there yet. Um, and then I thought, well, maybe I could sell something. Is there anything I could sell? That would raise a little money. That would make sense. That I could justify. Get some money coming in. What do you got to sell, dude? That uh, Ludwig Speed King pedal, that's worth a hundred bucks. Put that up somewhere. I don't know. It's vintage. Anyway, um, I guess that's it. I guess there's not much point in going on anymore. I thought there was one thing, one thing to tell you about, and uh, I can't find that one thing. So, Scarborough Dude signing off from inside the car. Time just to head home and uh, do whatever it is I'm going to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, here it is. I found at least 10 USB sticks that are unlabeled. I don't know what's on them. And so I started going through and I found a blank one and on the blank one, they're eight gigabytes each, I was able to copy the Moody Blues, Bob Dylan, uh, the Beatles, the Stones, 
stuff that's on an old hard drive that I, I don't easily have access to unless I log into it on my desktop iMac. And it's so nice. I was so happy to find that. So it may be that on this podcast, you'll be hearing some tunes that I'm wanting to play uh, and get back into that a little bit. So if you hear something you like, or even if you don't like it, it means I liked it. And hey, on the Dixon Chains podcast, if I like it, that's fucking well good enough. Scarborough Dude signing off from uh, Beachside of Bluffers Park on this very cold Wednesday, February afternoon. Bye for now. Check, check. We'll do a uh, click of this, uh, the walking poles. There you go. Don't have a bell with me, but I got my walking poles. I'm in the uh, park close to our house. Uh, I just have to walk down Cheyenne around the corner, and uh, here we are. It is Thursday, just after 2 in the afternoon, February the 24th, I think. <sighs> and it is a sunny day. And I knew I had to get up for a walk. Now, right after lunch, I had leftover fried rice I made from last night. And um, I usually have a nap. I want a nap. But today I said, no, no, no. Now it's sunny. You wait till 4 o'clock. It's not going to be sunny. Get the hell out. Just push yourself. And I pushed myself as far as this bench. And uh, I'm where I'm supposed to be. So I could stop right there. But, of course, Motormouth Me is going to keep on going. <sighs> Russia's invaded Ukraine. This is the uh, top story. And it's, it's troubling. It's, it's troubling because you just don't fucking want more shit going on in the world. You want, you want some uh, brighter minds thinking, how can we get along? And it's not that way. It's a power struggle between... Right away, the answer comes to me, it's men. It's men trying to show, men in Russia, men in China, men in America, trying to show, I'm strong, I'm powerful. Look what I can do. And the little people... The sad little people, us, trailing behind, like, what the fuck is going on? Can't we just get along? And uh, you keep coming back to that image, and it seems silly, but, you know, okay, how did all those serfs and peasants put up with that shit of kings and rulers and knights? You know, there's any kind of hierarchy in any culture, you know? The little people, oh, fuck, how come I got this part? And I guess the average little person, well, I want to be one of them. If I could be rich and powerful, I would be, and fuck the rest, you know? How many people really have nobility in their hearts? I mean, true nobility, no, I guess maybe that's not the right word. Kindness and love for one another. Clichés, I know, but there's not enough of that going around. We we saw, you know, an undercurrent of it in Ottawa. Like, hey, come One thing's my way. And then there's some, some radical ideas. Last night, I watched Mississippi Burning. And, oh, God, was that sad. Just, oh, my God, don't tell me. Like, no... I don't want to believe this is real and this is recent history. Like that mindset, that degree of hate and the polarization and the, 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 the KKK, the arguments for no. You mix two races, you get mulatto and we all lose. This way we like it down here, keep it separate. You got your whites and you got your... I won't say the word... And this this is not long ago. This is a reason. So we, we think we are making progress. Yeah, you could argue. You could say, 
no, 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 more advanced ideas, you know, we don't, it's okay to be gay today, you know, in many parts of the world, and it's it's other parts of the world, and it's other cultures, and it's other religions, and it's other people with their intolerant ideas, and it, it's sort of, it's almost like it's no wonder because it's the nature of man to be brutish and full of hate and fear. You know, and how do you deal with fear? You try and convince yourself you're strong or stronger. And uh, you beat it down. And you project it onto others, you know, it's those because of those others. You know, and it's suddenly a flash of, ooh, God, Nazi Germany, ooh, that wasn't nice. And I, I say that because sometimes you don't want to even face up to the horror. You just don't want to believe this is real, that people did this not long ago. You try and exterminate a race of people, a group of people, the undesirables. Oh, my God, and you have a whole machine and a whole country to do it. You've got the the mechanisms in place, and you're doing it. And even, sometimes you think, geez, nuclear annihilation, bam, everybody goes. No humans anymore. Leave it to the cockroaches. Ugh. The horror, the horror, the horror. You just don't want to... You know it's there, but there's, there's filters that come to you, you know, blinders and, and just protective mechanisms. I don't want to believe the world is as cruel and as awful as it sure as hell looks. How do I go on with the day? How can I enjoy the rest of this walk and this sunshine and not feel guilt and horror? Because I'd just rather feel good. I'd rather see a beautiful picture. And it's almost a sense that, uh, no, I'm sorry, you're not allowed. Maybe that's why artists, you think of artists, some of the artists, again, your Marc Chagall's and these, these beautiful pictures, these images, childlike, this... Colors, shapes, fantasy. And there are so many people who are good and who, again, I keep coming back, come back to the performers, the movie makers, the the actors. And, of course, amongst them are so many creeps and sick people. And yet, still, the creative side of man, there's the horror, there's the warlike side, the, the cruel side. But there's a creative side to humans, you know, the, the godlike part of us that can just create wonders. And then you look, I'm looking around, I'm looking at a bridge, silly little steel bridge across a creek for the sake of a park so people can get across and uh, have access to it. Engineered, a piece of engineering, a piece of city has put in place, as uh, a councillor may have voted for, because the citizens said, we need a bridge. We need more parks. And so you can have that. You can have the positive side of a civilized world. And be grateful for it. And here's the argument. So to be grateful, you have to be enjoying it. You have to be glad that you have it for all the ones who died before, who died in war, who died in some other conditions and couldn't enjoy it. And here you are, a 73-year-old man, you've got some walking poles to help with your walk, but you can, uh, you got a park to come to. Now, I do have a confession to make. And it's an odd one because I I was driven to it. Like, I, the decision before I came and sat on this bench had already been made. I just didn't know it. And the decision was to, oh, yeah, put that little black bag in your pocket before you leave the house. And then 
back of your mind, you know, you could have a talk today. And then you sit on the bench and you dig out that little black bag and you find, oh, there's two joints and two roaches. And, oh, there's a roach that uh, my good friend Yasser gave me. Yeah, I'll have that one. I'll just have a few puffs from it, that's all. Not the whole thing. Thank you, Yasser. Wow. Uh, and it's it's uh, it's a give and take relationship. It's a nice it's a nice friendship. I like I like, I like and Yasser likes our little friendship. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was a silly childhood giggle, but uh, yeah, I got a little high, and that's all right. It has been a huge, huge, huge part of my life for so long. By God, when I was in my twenties and thirties. And I don't now, partly because I'm settled in a domestic married life at a house. And, you know, do you want to go back home high? And so I, I don't. And, and for the same reason, I don't drink much now. And, and that's good. I have my wife to thank for that, you know. She's encouraging to cut down. And I think I feel the same. So sometimes I just think, no, I, you know, I don't want to get high. But today... That decision had been made before I left the house. And now I'm just also glad I did, that I followed through. Hey, it's good to have rules, and then sometimes you got to break the rules, right? That's what you got to do. So anyway, I'm happy I'm here. I'm happy I'm sharing with you. I'm happy I got all that out of my system, what preceded this. I feel a little better now. Still a little shaky, I'm mostly shaky. The, the the movie and the night before I watched Midnight Cowboy and oh my god, another depressing, sad movie. Holy shit, two in a row. Uh, but again, such good movies. Well, uh, mixed feelings about. You know, I, I always now part of it is watching Moogle with Wikipedia and reviews and others and and uh, read along and I like to read about the production, the cost, the re- first reactions to it and uh, what it did win, the plot, the story, the characters. So it's it's really handy having this tool, you know, this digital tool. When you're watching a video, you can immediately look up information about it. who was that. Where have I seen that person before? Anyway, lots to be grateful for, uh, and it's just you know it's. It's interesting. A friend, I won't give away the name, who knows who's listening, uh, but suggested, why, is, why hasn't someone just taken out Putin? Why didn't they just, why hasn't somebody just assassinated him? I guess it's hard. I guess he's got a lot of, uh, you know, protection, protection all around him all the time. And uh, a lot of people like him. Hey, he's a leader. We've got a leader. We need a powerful leader. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of Russia who uh, are glad to have him as their leader. The same way there'd be a lot of Americans glad to have Trump as their leader. Ooh. That gets scary, too. America frightens me now, too. I know I've said this before, and I probably should stop saying it, but it's just, it's a reality. It's scary that... How many people, gee, they're supporting Putin on America and on, on a TV station and uh, other Republicans. Just, yeah, no, hey, he's not so bad, you know. And you think back to, did did Trump get support for the election in uh, the last election? The ones he claims was stolen? Oh, my God, this is getting frightening. This is, uh, America is a land full of... Uh, Things that you know would you'd like to think were just conspiracies, but uh, they, you know there's a, a touch of reality there. I did enjoy on uh, uh, Turner, not not on Turner, on CNN, watching the four part series, four or five part series on Johnson. I think it was four, uh, Lyndon B. And that I found interesting, and uh, you know learned a little history and so on. So. Oh, my God. Anyway, folks, I, I think I've had done enough talking. I think I either should get up and walk a little, getting a little chilly now. going to zip up the coat. So, yeah, good talking to you. And, uh, hey, did I ever explain what that theory was? Yeah, why doesn't someone take out Putin? I don't have an answer for it, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, mm, targeted hit. 
Who would do it? The Israelis could do it. All right. Anyway, Ooh, shouldn't have said that. That sounded horrible. Hey, woo. That's again. That's just propaganda stories I've heard in the news. Ooh. All right, Scarborough dude. Oh my God. Hope I don't get paranoid. Signing off, but I'll be back. I, I hope. I know some of you do appreciate this. That that I'm I'm just I'm just trying so hard to be me and be real and just uh, speak without thinking too much. And I'm glad I'm doing it, and I'm glad I'm able to do it, and I'm glad I do have some listeners. So, thank you for helping me keeping this going. And no, that's not a request for money, or even a Tula. I know, somebody out there wants to send me a nice new Tula. Tula, you know, Tula. Now, hey, I should write the Tula and say, hey, Scarborough, dude, come on, 16 years I've got nothing from this thing. Come on, you guys can send me a little mic. Fuck, come on, I'll talk about it on the show. <sighs> so, yeah, how many listeners, how many viewers? Uh, well, that's not important. It's authenticity, man. That's what counts. Come on, if you can't see that... You marketing guys over at Tula, if you can't send me a free fucking neat little Tula mic, uh, and I want the uh, the green one. The blue's nice. Don't want the black. Don't want the white. Uh, the, eh. Red, no. Too many of those going around, too. No, I want that cream kind of one. The sea, 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 sea blue. Was it a blue or is it a cream? You let me know, you know. Send me a couple of them. Send me both. You know, why not? I'll give one away as a prize to a listener from Dixon Well, that's what that's what you send me two of your uh, these neat little mics, and uh, I'll say nice things about them. Guar- almost guaranteed, you know, unless the fucking thing doesn't work, you know. Almost guaranteed, I'm gonna give rave reviews about it. I'll tell them, hey, I got this free, you know, no harm in that. Um, and then, yeah, be able to give one out as a prize to one of my listeners. So that's, that's now that you're doubling your value right there, folks. You, you people, you marketing people, you managers, you would GM at, uh, fucking, um, Tula. It looks like a really neat tool. I'm just, I, I mean, I'm tickled, but I, but I've, it's, maybe it's good marketing. I don't know. No, it's a neat looking product. It is a neat looking product. Yeah, I don't need one. I want one. But most of the people showing them, who were given them, you know, because they're influencers. Skyward Dude's not an influencer yet. Um, the um, the design, the packaging is just so perfect, too, you know. So, yeah, send me two, and uh, I'll forward this email to you, and I hope it gets into the right, uh, the right ears. Skyward Dude signing off. Bye for now.